Hey there, Wedding Pro. This is Karen Hunt on the Celebration Pro Podcast. I am so excited to bring you all things to help empower you as a wedding professional and illuminate your dreams through confidence and connection so you can focus on your passion and celebrate all the wins. I've been in the industry over 14 years and as a former six-figure wedding planner and luxury resort wedding specialist, my passion is seeing other wedding vendors flourish in their business. As your personal wedding pro consultant, I'm popping the bottle and pouring you a tall glass of valuable topics from mindset growth to actionable income producing activities. We are breaking through that glass ceiling you've created for yourself to become the wedding pro you've always envisioned to be. So cheers to you. Let's get into it. Hey there, Celebration Pros, Karen Hunt, your host here and fellow entrepreneur. And today I am freestyling on the podcast because it is Monday, August 28th, and this is going live at 9 a.m. this morning because when I usually automate my podcast episodes, today was, honestly, the last week has been a week of finding uh, grace for myself. And I thought it was very important to share with you all what's been going on in my own business because I want you to know that it's not always sunshine, rainbows, champagne, glitter, all the things. And to know that we can be resilient, uh, be aware, and take notice of the feelings as the CEO of our businesses is so important. It's also crucial to have somebody that understands uh, entrepreneurship that you're able to call on and vent (laughs) and tell all the things and know that they'll listen and understand and help you through the process. So where is all of this coming from? Let's see. I think it was last Tuesday, so almost a week ago. I, I woke up and I already knew that we had so much to do. I currently am renovating our downstairs so that we have a a renter coming. We rent our downstairs apartment and we live upstairs and being in the Florida Keys, it's very important that we uh, always have someone down there because the cost of living here is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) Uh, And it's, it was very important that we have a space for our renters that felt clean and new and also for our own sanity uh, to make sure that it was set up in a way that was set up for success for everybody. And don't we try and do that with most of the things in life? That being said, with a long to-do list of renovation and a long to-do list of summit marketing and a long to-do list of client work and being a mom and being a wife and cleaning the house and a list of to-dos for uh, my family while they're out of town and helping them. Just all these different things that are going on. I had my second panic attack in entrepreneurship. My very first panic attack I was actually driving home and it came on suddenly. There wasn't anything that really triggered it. And I was driving home. I was living in a different house and I was 
oh, I want to say year two or three of my planning business. And what happened was uh, all the things like I just, I was wearing too many hats. I had a huge weekend of weddings. I think it was like one of my largest weddings I had done yet as a planner. I was solo. I was by myself. Uh, if, if any planners are out there, the thought of like running a wedding by yourself, I don't know how I did it. And, and I ended up, I got home and I was rocking back and forth and I was crying and it was ugly and it was not cute and it was scary. And I called my mom and I called my husband and my mom knew exactly what was going on because she has been through similar situations. My husband thought maybe one of the dogs died or something. I don't know what was going through his head, but he immediately left work and they both found me just in the like mentally paralyzed in the, uh, um, in the living room. And I had a rehearsal that night. And I honestly, I, because I was in such a, uh, off mindset, I don't even remember some, somebody filled in for me that day and I don't remember who it was, but if it was you, I love you so much (laughs) because I ended up turning my brain off. And, um, luckily I had people around me to support me in that moment. And I share that with you because last Tuesday was a bit different. I was more, uh, I don't know if you've ever, I've had this dream so many times and it was usually when I was serving at restaurants when I was more in, into, uh, the, the hospitality industry, I guess. And so I'm standing in my dream, I'm standing in the middle of the dining room and everyone around me needs something from me and I'm stuck in the middle of the room and I can't move. And that's how I felt last Tuesday. And it was a living nightmare where I had, I was being pulled in far too many different directions and I just felt stuck and I didn't know where to move first. And, you know, in these moments, if you were to ask a business coach, what do I do? I feel stuck. They say, well, just take an, take one action. And sometimes in these situations, you, you can't, you feel like you can't take any action. You feel like every choice is going to be the wrong choice because something is going to need more priority than the other, but what is it? And you just go through this loop in your head and you are, it's more than stuck. It is paralyzing. And I, I don't use that word very lightly. I don't like to use the word paralyzing but there are these moments that are temporary where you just feel like there's nowhere to move. That is the right choice. Now that happening last week, I, uh, basically had a mental breakdown in my kitchen by myself. Again, not pretty, not cute. Lots of tears calling my mom, um, lots of, feeling like I'm on a hamster wheel, which is what we typically hear like in the corporate world, not as an entrepreneur. And I got it all out and I said, mom, I'm so sorry. This is not, you know, these are not the calls, especially she's not in the same town as me at the moment. So I'm sure as a mother, she was feeling a little bit helpless to help her daughter. Um, But I basically took the rest of the day to just work out my feelings and I didn't do a whole lot. And I found that the only thing that made me feel good was going downstairs 
and working on cleaning the apartment downstairs, which even though, yes, that was on my to-do list, it made me feel productive in a space that wasn't yelling at me. So what I encourage you to do is to look around the space that you're in and say, what is calling me here? So I work from home and a lot of times I will leave my house because there's so much here that requires my attention. My, if my son is home, he needs, you know, he wants me to play, wants, you know, rightfully so. I'm his mama. Uh, <laughs> it, there, if there's laundry, if there's dishes, if the floor needs to be cleaned, the bathrooms need to be cleaned, if the yard needs, you know, attending to. My desk is in my room, which I highly do not recommend having your office in your bedroom. Um, that is part of our renovation upstairs is to have an office. Um, and not only that, but uh, knowing that when my husband comes home, he will expect certain things and nothing against my husband at all. He is wonderful. He helps a lot. Um, but, you know, as, as a wife, I want to make sure that, you know, I'm on the same balance as him of helping each other through the day. And all these things that are, that are, telling me what to do with my eyes, just looking around and, and visually seeing all these, this like long to-do list was not serving me. So I put my phone on, do not disturb. I put my headphones in, I put on some Miley Cyrus radio and I went downstairs and I jammed out and I got the cleaning done. And it was only because I was away from the noise of the to-dos that I was able to break out of it. So I encourage you to take an audit of your space. And if it overwhelms you to leave the space, just go to a cafe. I do that probably more than once a week, go to a cafe or, um, I know that there's some really pretty gardens in different areas that you would be able to sit and work. Um, I have friends who will come to my house because they feel like my house is less of a distraction than their own. So maybe there's someone that you could co-work with, um, or maybe there's a co-working space, right? There's different ways that we can leave. Maybe walking through a museum would feel like more of a inspiring time that doesn't relate directly to your work. Maybe taking a walk. What could you do to remove yourself? And then what happens is when you come back, your head feels more clear and you can decide is, you know, what is, what is the root of the problem and, uh, you know, of the chaos and how can we uh, eliminate it or reconfigure it so that you're able to move forward in that space. This today's today, I, you know, Today, I feel so much better, but I have a lot on my list still. And last week really showed me that what I was doing for so long is no longer going to serve me. And this is what I've, you know, kind of like Phoenix rising from the ashes type deal is, you know, I had this plan around social media as a solo business, solo entrepreneur. I was the only one working on it. And 
And now I have several clients that I do social media for, and it was becoming very cumbersome. And that idea of just having a content day where I write my content, I create my graphics, and I schedule them for myself. Well, when you're doing that for four or five companies, that's a lot of work. And so what I'm finding, I said, you know what? This needs to serve me. So I'm doing check-ins with my clients and I'm batching different parts of social media. Now I'm saying all this, I'm not saying that you have to do this with your social media, but I want you to see like, okay, I realized where things were feeling heavy and cumbersome and not enjoyable. And how can I flip that? Because I actually do, um, which might sound very strange. So don't, don't hate me for this. But I actually do enjoy social media. I love seeing what my fellow entrepreneurs are posting. I love being able to go on and engage and like what they're doing and share what they're doing. I like coming on and chatting with you all on stories and getting to see feedback on how you're doing in your businesses. I love all of it. I think it's such a great way to stay connected uh, and, and really touch base with other people. And I think people are being more authentic on social media. It's not um, as uh, quote unquote highlight reel-ish anymore. So that all being said, I know I enjoy this part of my business. How can I make the process more enjoyable once it's become so cumbersome? So what I've decided to do is to batch. So different days of the week, I'm going to work on different things. Maybe one day of the week, I'm going to check in on the templates and create a few of those stagnant or carousel posts. And then another day I can batch all the reels. And then another day I can go in and write the content for all of these. So you see, I'm not having to do it. And maybe I'm only taking an hour to do each of those things rather than trying to fit them all into one day and it being this overwhelming to do that again, I sit here and I'm like, I have this thing that's going to take me all day, but I also have this long list of other things that need my attention. So it really helps to break it up so that I'm able to still take into consideration the other things that I need to do to make sure that my life is in order. Today, I hope that you're listening in and hopefully you're nodding along and saying, yes, this makes sense. I understand. I don't want the panic attack. I don't want the burnout. What can I do right now to maybe clear my mind so that I can come back, revisit the way that I've structured things, identify the things that aren't serving me, and then either delegate them out, whether that's batching, finding, you know, applying it to a resource that you have or a new one or a person. What does it look like for you? Here in the wedding space, we all have such different businesses. A wedding planner's business is going to be run so much more differently than a DJ or a rental company. Oh my goodness, all the things that go into that. So it's important to is as CEOs, we are the ones who run the business. It is so important for our minds to be clear so that we can make the big decisions confidently and not just on a whim and not just to get things out of the way, but in a very clear stance so that when we're making decisions that they're actually moving us forward. 
and that we're not just on autopilot. So I'm putting all of this out here because we have a very big event coming up and that is the Backstage Pass Summit. And I think it's important to note that if you are in a moment of overwhelm, if you are in a moment of, um, I don't, I don't, if you're feeling stuck, that you approach the Backstage Pass Summit in a way where you give yourself a little bit of white space beforehand. And I know that we're all busy and to say like, oh, give yourself white space and attend a two-day summit. That sounds like a lot. I get it. But just even if you, you know, maybe before the pre-party or even over the weekend, whatever it looks like for you, just make sure that there's a little bit of white space beforehand so that you can really be attentive to the presentations that are going to serve your business best moving forward so that you can be the CEO that you need to be before you attend an event like this. And this goes for any event, um, whether it's a networking event or something virtual or an educational seminar, maybe something like that. Um, If you ever have a moment where you have white space and you feel like You don't know what to do in that moment. There's probably one of two things going on. Either A, you haven't planned accordingly, or B, you don't know what to do with white space. You don't know how to not be busy. So I also want you to check in with yourself on this because what happens with us as entrepreneurs is that I, I'll tell you, hey, have white space. And then once the white space comes, you're like, oh, this gives me an extra hour to do X, Y, Z in my business. Where really what I'm saying is have a space open for you to take that walk, for you to walk through that museum or that garden, for you to listen to an audiobook. I'm listening to where the crawdads sing right now. So when I feel like I need white space, I'll just like lay down and close my eyes and listen to this amazing audiobook. And so what are what what is the thing that can speak to you? Maybe you like to ride your bike. Getting outside and just walking in silence can be so soothing. Maybe you like to meditate. Maybe you like to exercise. What is that time that you can just turn your brain off and and kind of again get gain that clarity? I think clarity is probably the word of the day. (laughs) So anyways, I will step down from my soapbox here and just hope that you're able to pull some type of inspiration from today and really, really walk into the next phase of your business with clarity. And maybe this will even give you the inspiration to turn off the noise and go for that walk and take a little white space for yourself before you start the day. All right. I'm wishing you a win. I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating your business. And I can't wait to see you at the summit in September. I am beyond grateful to have you here on Celebration Pro Podcast. And I celebrate you for taking the step towards growth in your business. If you loved this episode, it would mean everything to me to hear from you by posting a review or sharing with someone you know would love it too. I'm wishing you a win today and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. 
Until then, I'll be celebrating you. XO.